Welcome to KingCast with Barry, Colton, and Dan. We pray that this podcast would encourage, strengthen, and grow you in supernatural ways this year. Please like and share and send this to your friends. If you have any questions, check us out at myking.ca or on Facebook at myking. All right. Well, thank you for joining us again today. And last week we kind of finished our discussion on prayer and we just feel that uh, we should just continue this week. Mm -hmm. So it's kind of cool. And we got talking about the prayers that Paul prayed for the church and the prayers that he prayed for individuals within the church. And they're found in Ephesians uh, chapter one. If you're going to, uh, if you have a pen or something, you want to write these down. Ephesians chapter one, verses 16 to 23. Ephesians chapter 3, verses 14 to 21, and Colossians chapter 1, verses 9 to 18. And I know for myself, when I knew where these prayers were, a lot of times when I'm praying, I go to these prayers because they will trigger thoughts within me on what more to pray for. And a lot of times I'll just read them. Yeah, it's helpful. It's like when when the disciples asked the Lord, teach us how to pray, he gave them a structured prayer to pray. Mm -hmm. Yeah, It's sometimes helpful to go over to something that you can just pray out. Right. And last week we did talk about the Lord's Prayer to some degree. Yeah. And then we thought, you know what? There are some New Testament prayers uh, that are very powerful. And yeah. if the Holy Spirit decided that these prayers that Paul prayed for the believers and for churches are um, are uh, should be included in the Bible, well, yeah. then we know that these are Holy Spirit-led prayers. Yeah. And every word in these prayers are, are guided by... Uh, by God and Paul heard from the Lord when he prayed. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, we uh, just want to talk about some various things uh, in these prayers and uh, whatever kind of jumps out at us as we're going to be talking about it. Don, or uh, Dan. Don Jensen. Yeah, here. Don Jensen. <laughs> now, Dan had some good thoughts about really just knowing. Yeah, so Ephesians 1 15 talks about. Ever since I first heard of your strong faith in the Lord and your love for God's people everywhere, I have not stopped giving thanks for you. I pray for you constantly. For what? (laughs) Asking God, the glorious Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, to give you a spiritual wisdom and insight so that you may grow in your knowledge of God. I pray that your hearts will be flooded with light so you can understand the confident Amen. hope he has given to those he called, his holy people, who are his rich and glorious inheritance. Wow. Man, there's so much in yeah. it. But that last one, um, I was just meditating on this verse earlier this week. And isn't it funny how we think God and heaven is our inheritance? Yeah. Which is true. Mm-hmm. But why does God <laughs> find us his inheritance? Yeah. We're muddy. That's good. Dirty, backwards thinking, mm. but for some reason we are his inheritance. Yeah. That Jesus prayed the ultimate price to purchase. Mm-hmm. And that just jumps out at me. God actually finds you his rich and glorious mm-hmm. inheritance. Mm. Being yeah. brought in his family so we can banquet, we can feast, we can fellowship for all eternity together. That's pretty cool. Well, Jesus sowed his life. To reap the harvest, which mm-hmm. is you and me, and mm-hmm. every believer. So that's his inheritance. That's mm-hmm. good. Yeah. Um, 
First, okay. Yeah, go ahead. Uh, and I was just looking at the next verse, and that's the verse that we talked about. It has the three kinds of power in it. Mm-hmm. So it says that what is the um, it says uh, the hope of his calling and what the riches of the glory of his inheritance in the saints. And my Bible has a comma. And what is the exceeding greatness of his power toward us? Yes. And that word is dunamis, and that's like uh, stored power. Mm-hmm. It's like dynamite. It's like stored on the very inside of us. We have this stored power on the inside of us because we have the Holy Ghost and we've made Jesus the Lord of our life. And then that scripture goes on to say, who believe? So it's for belie- it's believers, right? And it's according to the working. And that's energia and that's explosive power. Mm. So when we work that power that's on the inside of us, it's explosive. So we're, it's stored on the inside of us. Mm. And when we begin to work it, it now becomes explosive power of his mighty Power is the last part of that scripture, and that means ruling power. And so now we have, it's, and that really means just our authority. Mm. So we have this power on the inside of us that's explosive when we use it, right? And it's, and it's authority in all the things that the Bible talks to us about. And he wrought in Christ when he raised him from the dead. Yeah. I remember when he raised him from the dead, it says the same spirit that mm-hmm. raised Christ from the dead. What does he do? Dwells mm. in yeah. us. Praise yeah. God. So that's cool. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and I think there's something in that. That same spirit dwells in you. Mm-hmm. And so um, we need to move and grow from this mindset that we are just uh, sinners saved by grace to a more mature mindset of saints of the kingdom of God. And it says even right here in that Ephesians prayer, um, the wealth of God's glorious inheritance that he finds in us, his holy ones. That's that's the new description he's given you. You are holy. Yeah. Yeah, I think we kind of see a pattern in chapter 1 and 3 of Ephesians and chapter 1 of Colossians. It seems like he thanks God for his co-laborers, like his fellow believers, his, his brothers and sisters in the faith. So he thanks God, and then he says in almost all three passages, I think all three, he says, I pray that you would know him. Yeah. I pray that you would have a revelation, um, that you would have wisdom and insight so that you might understand how great, how glorious the Father is. Amen. And everything starts from there. Yeah. You have to know how good he is. Yeah. You have to start with praising him yeah. for his holiness, yeah. for the sacrifice of his son, Jesus. Yeah. And then it says... I think out of knowing him, you can know yourself. Yeah. And out of knowing who you are and who God's calling you to yeah. be, those glorious riches, in all three passages, he says, so that you will be empowered, so yeah. that you will have power. Yeah. And then in Colossians, we'll get there in a little bit, but it's so that you can do a very specific thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think it's to rule, to reign, yeah. to be with Jesus, to, to bind those things that are bound in heaven to bind them on earth mm-hmm. and yeah. to release the things that are released in heaven. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, there's just like a power to, to action. We yeah. always say this. Yeah. We're not human doings. We're human beings. Yeah. So you have to be. Yeah. You have to know who he is. Yeah. But then it always leads to doing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. A healthy relationship should always have an action in your marriages, yeah. in school. Yeah. In anything, and it's right. it, that it's flipped from the world because the world says what you do determines who you are, 
But Jesus says, who you are determines what you do. And so the more we understand our identity, the more we walk and and do what Jesus has asked us to do. Mm -hmm. And so when, when you think about it and the world standards of saying what you do determines who you are, then then if you're just an oil field guy, then you're the world says you're just this dirty rig pig who only cares about big trucks. But if you know who you are in Christ and and then that determines who you are, then you you can be a rig guy who is sharing Jesus everywhere he goes, who Amen. loves people, who mm-hmm. is spreading hope. So yeah, it, it's just countercultural to what the world says about us. Jesus says who you are will determine what you, you do. do. Yeah. And I think that also goes so good with these prayers because he finishes these prayers reminding us that Jesus is the head and we yes. are the body. Yeah. Yeah. And I always think, okay, so what does the head do without a body? Yeah. I mean, a head can think, it can see, it can hear, and it can plan things. Mm-hmm. I'm thinking of a builder. I mean, yeah. he can plan a house in his head, but if he doesn't have arms and he doesn't have yeah. the feet and he doesn't have the back, that house is never coming up. Yeah. And I think the Holy Ghost is reminding us, yeah, it says in the Colossians prayer specifically, speaking of Jesus, he is the head of the body, the church. Mm. That's simple. He's yeah. the head of the body, the church. And so that's you and me. So for Jesus says, if I'm going to accomplish things on the earth, I need you. Yeah. And people have a hard time receiving that yeah. Jesus needs me yeah. yeah he does yeah yeah and I think it surprises people when they realize that Jesus needs you to accomplish what yeah. he wants yeah. on the and earth. I think people have a hard time and it goes uh, of of going well Jesus needs me yeah and it goes right back to verse um, 18 of Ephesians uh, um, one here and he says I pray that the light of God will illuminate the eyes of your imagination. That's what my Mm. translation says. Your imagination flooding you with the light until you experience the full revelation hope of His calling. And just that word, it just made me think today. um, The eyes of your imagination. And I just think back to when I was a kid. And I had this beautiful imagination. And I could... I could picture something while I was playing and it was real to me. It was, it was there. Mm -hmm. And so, um, and then it goes on to say, uh, uh, ask of me and I'll do more than you could think or imagine. Mm -hmm. Like he wants to bring into reality what you can imagine. Do you have that childlike faith where you can see it and it, you can see it in your spirit and, and it might not be in the unseen, but the Lord could bring it to the unseen. Right. Yes. Yeah, it's good. Yeah. The King James Bible says... Or to oh, the sorry. Scene, sorry. Yeah. I said unseen. <laughs> Go ahead. Um, and the King James Bible words it this way, that you may know what is the hope of his calling. Yeah. Mm. So he connects your calling, what you're called to do, yeah. to the, exactly what Colton was just talking about. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's so cool um, talking about power and imagination. Ephesians 3.20 says, it's a famous verse, you guys probably know it, but now all glory to God who is able through Mm -hmm. his mighty power at work, where? Within Within us to accomplish infinitely more than we might ask or imagine. Yeah. That explosive power. It's yeah. his idea. Yeah. yeah, it's his idea. He's like, dream, you guys. Yeah. I want to do it. Yeah. My mm-hmm. power will 
make it come to pass. Like yeah. that is beautiful. Yeah. Yeah, is. He desires that is his will. Anything that you dream that's a kingdom-minded dream of like salvations and healings and baptisms, God wants to do those things more than we do. Yeah. Exactly. And he's got the power to do yep. it. Yeah. He's got the money to pay the bill. Yeah. <laughs> and then he says, unto him be glory in the church by Christ Jesus. Amen. So yeah. it, it might you might think, well, it's just the church. No, it's Jesus doing it through the church and he gets the glory. Yeah. He gets the glory when we give him the glory for exactly. what gets done through us. Yeah, I've had this. I've been bouncing back between Bibles lately. This is an NLT Bible that me and my wife had on our shelf. Mm-hmm. And Ephesians 3.16, I've got underlined till verse 17, uh, till 18. I pray that from his glorious, unlimited resources. Unlimited resources. <laughs> we think like money. We think financial things. Yeah. But I also think, I uh, have it written down here. I think God sees that also as an internal thing. Yeah. He has unlimited internal resources, mm-hmm. which like for me, that's the fruit of the spirit. Yeah. It's love, joy, sure. peace, patience. But anyways, yeah, that he will empower you. There's that word power, empower with inner strength through his spirit. Then Christ will make his home in your hearts as you trust in him. And I love this part because we talk about John 15, John 16, Uh, abiding in the vine, just growing deep with the Lord. And it says here, your roots will grow down into God's love Mm. and keep you strong. Mm -hmm. May you have power to understand uh, his love. So it's all about root yourself in the Lord. He gives you the power to go deep. Mm -hmm. And as you strengthen yourself in the Lord, um, he just reveals more of that knowledge that Paul prays for us to have. And it's just this cycle of, I just want to know you, God. I want to be empowered by your spirit to know you. Yeah. I need wisdom and revelation and understanding yeah. so that I can just have this assurance of my yeah. hope, not only for the future, but for now. Yeah. Yeah. It's just this cyclical process. It's a beautiful yeah. relationship. Mm-hmm. And isn't that interesting that, um, again, it's like you, you root yourself in Jesus and it says, in Christ is the fullness of joy. And there's all these verses about in Christ. And so, and we have a buddy, Kevin, who, who would say this. And he says, um, I didn't experience or believe or know the things of God till I put, till I put myself in yeah. him, yeah. till I rooted myself in the yeah. word. And then all of a sudden things just yeah. boom, boom, boom. And, and yeah, there's that rooting ourselves. There's that obedience of getting in the word seeing what he says feasting on that mm-hmm. that actually releases something yeah it's as simple as when you get saved and all of a sudden all the parables make sense yeah <laughs> but i'm talking to people i'm using parables that aren't aren't saved or haven't received jesus as their lord and savior and they're like what are you talking about yeah and then when you do uh when they do uh, receive jesus uh, i can see it so clearly now yeah you know, it's like with Kevin for sure. I just think, um, speaking of prayer, sometimes it's like, I don't know what to pray. And I, I would say often when we go to prayer, like Barry said, you can grab these, these verses, you can pray them out. That's healthy. Um, but I think often when we go to prayer, we just come with a grocery list mm-hmm. of, of things. And so I just wanted to give like 12 steps to praying. And I think we see all these steps in these prayers Super. that we read. Um, and so the first one is become silent. 
And I'll give the verse that goes with that. Become silent, Matthew 6, 6. And that's where he says, go into the secret place. Listen to the Lord. So we become silent to hear God's voice first. Uh, and then give adoration. And that's Luke eleven two, And that's where the Lord introduces the prayer. And how does he start it out? Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Your kingdom come. So he starts, gives adoration. God, you are holy. You are worthy. Um, and then we move into three, make confession. And, and by this point, when you've become silent and you've listened to the Lord and you start to give adoration, then you may feel something come up in you. And, and it's just right there on the spot. You just say, Lord, forgive me. And one, uh, 1 John 1, 1.9 says he forgives us when we confess those things. Um, and then we, then we move into giving thanks. And 1 Thessalonians 5, 16 to 18 says, live a life of thankfulness, walk in that. Uh, then we move to uh, make supplication. This is Philippians 4, verse 6, um, which says, uh, make request to the Lord, ask him for things. Um, and then we move into 6, where it's says, uh, specify your request. And what I mean by this is, if you have a request for something, Write it down on a piece of paper and then find the verse that matches that request and write the verse beside it. Mm -hmm. um, and this is 1 John 5, 14, 15, where it says, Ask anything in my name and it will be given to you mm -hmm. if according to my will. Right. Yeah. So that's why I'm saying write down your request, mm -hmm. find the verse. Does it go according to his will? Exactly. And then the Bible talks about meditating on that meditate. scripture. Meditate. And then when you uh, run that scripture over and over in your mind a number of times, all of a sudden, bang. Yeah. It just becomes so real. Yeah. And you can begin to see, oh, I can receive that. Yeah. And then we move into securing the promise. So once you've found those promises that line up with what your request is, um, 2 Corinthians 1.20 says, and in Jesus' promises, everything find their yes and amen. Yeah. So it's in him. Uh, and then we move to plead the case. And we see this in Luke 18, verse 1, where the woman comes to the judge over and over asking. And the Lord mm -hmm. says, this judge wasn't saved. He was just a normal man. And he granted the request. How much more would I? Yeah. Father. So, yeah. So, so then we plead our case. And then we move into um, believe. And we see this in Mark eleven twenty two, where Jesus says, look, if you look at this mountain, you could say, cast it into the sea. you got to believe what you're praying. Mm -hmm. um, and we even see this in Daniel 10, uh, 10 to 14, where, where he prays. And it says, the Lord instantly heard his prayer, but it took him 21 days to send an angel to answer it. Yeah. But here's what you don't see. You don't see Daniel pray and then go, ah, it didn't work. He believed it worked, and he continued to pray that same prayer until it was answered. Um, and then we move back to giving thanks. For Again, 1 Thessalonians 5, 16 to 18, living a life of thankfulness. And these last two are super important. We live in ex expectation, and Dan read that verse, Ephesians 3, 20, um, ask and I will do more than you can think or imagine. Um, and then the last one, we practice active belief. Hmm. This is key. We practice active belief. And this is Matthew 7, verse 7. Ask, seek, knock. Yeah. You, can't, you don't just sit there. You don't just pray your prayer 
and then and then wait. He 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 can answer. He will do that. But I think what what I hear most of the time is like, oh, you know what? I'm just I've just been praying for God to give me a job, and it's like, okay, how many resumes have you put <laughs> out? It's like, well, none. And it's like, okay, so I believe that God wants you to fill out every resume. Yes, it is good. Lord, what job do you want me to do? Mm -hmm. Sure, ask that. Then put out every resume you can, mm -hmm. and the Lord will bring to you the job he wants for you. Mm -hmm. yeah. But you have to, there's an active. There's an action. Yeah. An action. Faith yeah. always requires an action. Yeah. yeah. And so I just think if you need to rewind this, and and just number those it's mm -hmm. and uh just go back and put those in a list and then sit down and go okay i'm going to be silent give adoration make confession give thanks make supplication be specific secure the promise plead the case believe give thanks live in expectations practice active belief it will increase your prayer life yeah yeah do you got anything to end barry i i do if you don't yeah I, I just uh, wanted to also say, as Colton is sharing that, I see, I see that in the Lord's Prayer. Yeah. So many of those things that are just, they just kind of jumped off the page of me. Said, well, that's what Jesus said to pray about. Yeah. And the other thing I wanted to say is that every area of life is covered. Uh, we see uh, promises for this natural realm, yeah. like where we live and exist. We yeah. see, we see that when we pray for our. Uh, soulish realm, which we'll talk about a little bit next week about spirit, soul, and body, and what all that means. Our soulish realms, our emotional well-being, our our uh, uh, intellectual well-being, and all that, and then yeah. also for your spirit, because he says right here that we would be strengthened with might by his capital yeah. S spirit yeah. in our inner man or yeah. our inner spirit. Yeah. And so this is just these prayers are just all inclusive in everything. That we'll ever be involved in. Yeah. yeah. Good. Um, just lastly, I would say that if you're a Christian listening to this today, you know exactly what the fruits of the Spirit are. You know exactly what passage it is. Yeah. We talk about Galatians 5.22 so much. And I think this passage in Colossians might be the key for you unlocking some of those fruits. Yeah. Because it says this. We ask God to give you complete knowledge of His will and to give you spiritual wisdom and understanding. Then the way you live will always honor and please the Lord and your lives will produce every kind of good fruit. Yeah. So we hear Galatians 5 all the time. I want to have love, joy, peace. Patience, How do you get that? Mm -hmm. By Paul's prayer, by your prayer, by Jesus' intercession prayer for you. We are asking God to give you complete knowledge of His will and to give you guys, listeners, spiritual wisdom and understanding. Because yeah. if we start there, we yeah. get to reap the benefits of His good fruit for yeah. our lives, yeah. to go out, to live as He asks you to do, to yeah. accomplish His will yeah. in Central Alberta this week. Yeah. Being so, part of the body. Yes. Yeah. We bless That's you good. guys. Yeah. Have a wonderful week. Press in, pray those prayers, and may we take something from the Holy Scriptures. Yeah. KingCast is an outreach of My King Ministries, and we want to thank you for joining us today. Please visit us at www.myking.ca and check out all the ministries from house church to teaching and books, past podcasts, and much more. Have a great day, and don't forget to keep your heart 
on him.